0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Wildly prolific and successful songwriter Paul Williams is quoted as saying, I could find the cure for cancer, but what people will always remember me for is writing the theme for The Love Boat. Just to prove him wrong, I'm Ryan Myers, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for June 15th. And today we are remembering Paul's 1973 acting debut in Battle for the Planet of the Apes. This fifth movie was always intended to be the final installment in the cinematic franchise, so it had a lot to prove. It undertook that with the least amount of actual plot of any of the movies, and that's the hell of it, to borrow a Paul Williams lyric. The movie opens with the James Earl Jones of his day, John Huston. Huston had directed many of the most important movies of the 20th century, but here he lends his distinctive voice to The Lawgiver, who catches us up on the plight of the apes while we're shown several minutes of scenes from the previous two movies. Once the story actually gets underway, we see a village occupied by both apes and men, Head gorilla Claude Aikens sees two men struggling to put a wheel on a cart, so he lifts it for them. The man installing the wheel is none other than John Landis, who would soon be directing Animal House, the Blues Brothers, and a host of other major motion pictures. Roddy McDowell is back. This time, however, instead of Cornelius, he's playing his own son, Caesar, who runs the village. Paul Williams is a philosopher-orangutan named Virgil, who is given to walking as he teaches his students like Aristotle. It's peaceful and serene, with even the gorillas getting along in their own gruff way. Caesar mentions to his assistant, the human MacDonald, that he would like to have known his parents. MacDonald tells him that his brother used to manage a film archive in the city before it was blown to pieces in the last war. He knows where the archives are, and they likely survived the nuclear devastation. Also on this day in 1973, Neil Patrick Harris was born so he probably missed Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Caesar, MacDonald, and Virgil go to the Forbidden City to find the films. There, they're spotted by Inspector Kolp, played by original Second City alum, Severn Darden. He's now the governor of the mutant humans who occupy the irradiated city. Kolp goes from mild curiosity to murderous rage in about 15 seconds for no discernible reason. Our heroes have to fight their way out of the city. The gorillas arm themselves, and along with the other apes, they fight off the humans. They then try to commit an armed insurrection, but in the end, they're brought low by their own behavior. Caesar retains his authority, and the humans that live with them become wholly equal to the apes. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to the apes, Colp had left instructions with his secretary, played by Franz Nguyen. You may remember France as Alan of Troyes from the original Star Trek. If he failed, she was to blow up the world with their Omega bomb, the last nuclear missile. When word reaches her that he was killed, she almost launches the missile until someone talks her out of it by calling her beautiful. So, in the end, the apes and humans settle down to try to live together. The lawgiver comes back to finish the story, explaining to the ape and human children listening that the events we just witnessed happened some 600 years in the past. That's a pretty happy ending. In the lyrics of Paul Williams, We'll start out walking and learn to run. And yes, we've just begun. Battle for the Planet of the Apes had the smallest budget, at just over $1 million, and the poorest box office performance. However, a year later, the Apes returned with an hour-long live-action TV series that lasted just 14 episodes before being canceled. A year after that, in 1975, NBC brought the Apes to their Saturday morning cartoons. That fared even less well, with only 13 half-hour episodes. There was a novelization of Battle for the Planet of the Apes. David Gerald, the author of The Trouble with Tribbles, agreed to write it on condition he got to be an ape in the movie. Because he's rather tall, they only used him in the background. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci Fi 5, for June 15th. Sci Fi 5 was produced by Roddenberry Entertainment.